0: You're rocking the the jet green right now, Adam Sandler. Right. Number one, you were Rich Eisen. The second will be, I see Brad Hirschberg. <laughs> Dennis Miller. The and-
1: autumn wind is caused <laughs> by global warming. <laughs>
0: uh, a legend in the booth, Jim Brockmar I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all oh, the fiery
2: leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis. <laughs> and
0: uh... I don't download.
2: But when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast.
0: Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. I am your humble host back in the Los Angeles studios here in my shower closet where I tape the television show um, that uh, this week has some big-time Pro Bowl guests. I could not be more pleased with the uh, collection of pro bowlers that we have here on this show on this edition of the Rich Eisen podcast Larry Fitzgerald of the Arizona Cardinals on Cardinals Cam and calling in from uh, Pennsylvania fresh back from graduation at Miami of Ohio where he uh, now it's Miami holds a University degree now. Say that again They go by
3: Miami University now Oh Miami they University don't want the Miami of Okay Ohio.
0: Chris Law back uh, fresh back with his degree in education that he completed from Miami University in Ohio, <laughs> um, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to phone in. Big Ben, yeah,
3: first time on the show. That's true these guys. for both these is guys. That true, yeah, Just we've never absurd. had both of them on.
0: Wow, either of them on, I guess. Um, lots to talk about football-wise with you know with uh, Larry. Who's your quarterback? Right, that's a no-brainer. Jeez, and I
2: think I'm in the mix. Actually, you might
0: be. You might be. And with uh, Roethlisberger, the football question is uh, your offensive coordinator. How are you getting along with with uh, Professor Haley? Have
2: they even met yet?
0: I had to have. I mean, they're they're doing OTAs, but we'll find out. Okay,
2: I guess
3: you never know. They uh, they did him some favors in the draft this year too, getting a couple linemen in those first two picks.
0: Well, also Rainey too, right? yeah, Chris Rainey, Florida running yeah. back kid. I uh, mean, they right. talk about a change of pace, versatile. Um, because I I listened to what Mike Mayock had to say last week. <laughs> That was a fun podcast last week. Um, and next week, we're going to Dallas, me and you, Chris. We're Law. on
3: the road, yep. Well, this one uh, to my right here heads back uh, to the to the mainland.
2: Yeah. That's right. You guys get to go on all the fun trips. Uh, I'm actually due for a vacation, couple of weddings in the next two weekends. Ah, are you
0: bringing uh, the American wedding girlfriend of yours?
2: She will be attending the family wedding uh, in Baltimore,
0: Maryland. You're introducing her to Brockman's.
2: Some Brockmans, your and lovely, Sebastian's. your lovely
0: girlfriend who we met a couple weeks ago That's with true. the Sher- the Sherman avocado affair, absolutely avocado gate.
2: I, I still have a scar in case anyone was wondering. What no, way. I don't think people were wondering actually. Oh, sorry.
0: By the way, thank you for taking the time out of your your own busy podcast schedule to appear on this one.
2: <laughs> I look forward to having you both have of your you, podcast.
0: You have your own podcast, don't you? I do. I, I see. You never mentioned that to me once, not once. No, I think not, I mentioned you know, it the, fir- never like the mentioned first it to week me, that
2: I ever started working never on. Never it. mentioned it.
0: Mentioned it to me. It's fine that you're moonlighting. <laughs> it's course. fine.
2: You're well, branding.
0: Technically, you're branding.
2: Technically, Rich, I've been doing a podcast twice as long.
0: As I know you have, and I did not know that. And I'm just following my tweets. You're like, hey, uh, you know. Mostly I just me, have my buddies. And listen to my thoughts all, on X, Y, and with. Z of all these that's great right. sports stories. That's
3: right. Brockman told me he's about to hit his uh, 100th listener uh, in his four years. Oh, that's, that's boy.
2: That's
0: cold. Oh, oh come on. so cold.
2: Uh, you can read more of my thoughts and podcast at chrisbrockman.com. Oh,
0: broadcast. <laughs> bump for
2: chrisbrockman.com. Podcast bump. And chris underscore brockman on Twitter. No, Stay tuned whatever. for the international shout out of the okay, week coming Brander. up later You're just
0: he's, he's run amok, Chris Law. Uh,
3: so I had to listen back to last week's because um, I was putting it together because I was on the, still coming back from New York. and. I, I started laughing when you said Brockman's all upset. On He's in my ear. He wants the international shout-out. <laughs> he did. I was, I was cracking up. He I did. can just picture it.
0: He did. Well, I'm excited about it. Larry Fitzgerald, um, one of my favorite people, Ben Roethlisberger, who has definitely, let's put it this way, um, evolved. Wife and a, uh, a, a now a bachelor's degree in just two years' time. And and he's one of my favorite people too that I've met. He he came on we we're, we're, let's put this on the TV show. He came on in 2004 for uh, a chat on NFL Total Access. I remember playing his day, he came on, he sat in the middle of the of the of the stage one. It was just me and him chatting. And maybe we'll make that part of the TV show a little bit cuz I've got a big chia pet on my head.
2: <laughs>
3: I was
0: back when I had hair. And he, you know, he looks so much younger. 2004, right? Yes, sir. Yep. That's when he came in here as the only time he's ever been in yeah, we're our We'll get a good
2: chunk of that on the TV show this go. week. Very uh, good. Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. On Can NFL. we get a better time? Who do we have to talk to? What?
0: No, 1.30 p.m.? We do
2: have four re-airs, but still. I,
3: That's I,
0: okay. Know. All right. One well, of I guess in the, days Sunday, of in the days of TiVo, it doesn't matter. We're season past, right?
2: Sure. Season past.
3: Hey, our uh, one-year anniversary of television is coming up. uh
0: not that incredible? In about a month or about so. About a month. It's crazy. This is show uh, television this show 44. show 46. 46. This no, it isn't coming up. Yeah, you, I thought show forty two. No,
3: yeah, we just did 43. This we is just forty three. We just did forty three. No, this is forty four. Okay. This is forty four. Also wrong on the grid. Then also, we're about to hit uh, five million downloads coming up as well.
0: Get out! So wow,
3: it might it might be the perfect storm in our one one year TV anniversary and a five million downloads might be coming at the same Here's time. Here's
0: what we should do in June: is just have a, a milestone shows every week Celebrate and create our us. own milestones. <laughs> yeah, give ourselves a podcast bump. <laughs> Certainly if we're getting one thirty p.m. Uh, Eastern time, time slots.
2: for <laughs> the debut episode, Because we all,
0: you know, I mean, there's lots going on. We all know. Um, all right, let's get to it. Larry Fitzgerald and Ben Roethlisberger on the podcast. He is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. He is one of the tops in his profession. And for the purposes of this conversation, he is also a degree-carrying member of... Uh, <laughs> I guess of the Miami School of Education, Health and Society. Please welcome the graduate himself, Ben Roethlisberger, to the Rich Eisen podcast. How are you, Ben? Good, Rich. How are you? I'm doing fine. Congratulations on everything. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. How's, how does it feel to have a degree?
1: It, it, it actually is pretty cool. I, uh, I know I was getting getting razzled a little bit, Say, you know, most people go to school for nine years, they come out doctors. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm just happy to finally uh, have it done, and I'm I'm actually very proud of it.
0: Yeah, you should be, obviously. Um, How how did this come about, I guess, um, with with it nine years being down the road that you were finally able to complete your studies at Miami?
1: Well, you know, I I had kind of... Uh, you, you know, leaving early I said that I was gonna I was gonna definitely get it and uh you know, then some Super Bowls and things, you know, it just kinda slows you down a little bit and yes. um after this uh this after we, we lost to Denver, uh, one of the professors there, uh, who's kind of in charge of helping uh, me and who has been helping me over the last couple of years kinda said, Listen, man, this is the summer, you're so close, let's do it now And kind of uh you know, I called a workout partner. You, you, sometimes you you need someone to help push you, and uh, and she pushed me, and, and we just did it and got
0: it done. So so basically, this is another Tim Tebow charitable work, in essence, Ben? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, for the lack of a better way of putting it, I mean, you had the time, and, and that's essentially why you – that's how you took advantage of this.
1: Well, I think I still probably would have done it regardless. Even if we won the Super Bowl, I think I still would've done it. I was just I was ready to get it done, but she, she pushed me and kept me going this time.
0: Right, I see. So then um what did you do? Did you return to campus? Did you take classes uh over the uh internet? How did you finish this? What's the actual nuts and bolts of it?
1: Well I got I had I had to finish up two classes, um and so I had to to do one paper for this one class and kind of finished it. Like I said, I had started the last couple summers, and so um, I just had to finish up a few things. So I finished up the one class, wrote a paper, and then uh, the other class I had to finish up what they call a thematic sequence, and uh, mine was on anthropology. So we found a professor that um, would help me out without actually having to go back to, to live on campus for a semester, which would be probably pretty difficult. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and so I ended up, um, you know, she was very helpful, and my uh, it was on the, the Tibet and the Tibetan culture, and so I had to read a couple books, and, and uh, she sent me some articles through email, and I would respond to them and whatever, and then the last thing I had to do was uh, read a book and write a, a summary on each chapter and then a final uh, summary,
0: and I was done. And so you wrote an actual Term paper by Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yes, I did all myself. Okay, so what was the title of this of this paper? Well,
1: it was on the book, and the book was was on the, the Tibet, and it was about uh, you know I, I I didn't know anything about Tibet, <laughs> nothing whatsoever. And right. If you know stuff about Tibet, good for you. No,
0: I, I don't. Do I am. I would never be able to say that I'm a Tibetan <laughs> expert. But but so
1: and I'm, trust me I'm still not. Okay. Our, my
0: professor. She's
1: like friends with the Dalai Lama, and she visits them every year and they hang out and all that good stuff so uh but but I did learn quite a quite a bit about the the Chinese government trying to take over Tibet and trying to basically get rid of the Dalai Lama and their religion and all kinds of things so I actually I learned
0: something and took something from it it's interesting well I would think yeah. I would think Mr. Rooney being an ambassador would be able to hook you up with the dalai lama he, that, that'd be another that'd be another way to to, to chill I'm, with the I'm llama. sure.
1: Now, if I could, have, if I would have wrote a paper on like Ireland, I could have just went and spent some time with Mr. Rooney. I think I would have had that done in no time. You would have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been nearly as strenuous on you. So, wow. So you wrote an actual. So here's Ben Roethlisberger, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, spending time in January with his nose in a book about Tibet, <laughs> right? And then, yeah. and then, and then you went and you was it a double spaced? Paper. I mean, did you did you did you double space it, triple space it? i, I
1: No, you know, I, I forgot all those old techniques about <laughs> like one point two five spacing and or two point whatever, and you right. know, so I didn't I didn't even know. I just started going, and the problem was I had to write a summary on each chapter, so I started to, to read the first chapter. Like about halfway through, and I was so confused. I had no idea what was going on in the first part of the chapter, so. My wife who has two degrees. She said, "Listen, here's how I did it: read a page, write a, a couple of sentences on that page, and just go." And it made it a lot easier. So I did have a little bit of tutor help from
0: my wife. Well, hey, that 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 helps. Certainly, she's <laughs> yeah. got two degrees, but now you're just one behind. <laughs> now you're just one behind uh, Ashley right now, Ben. <laughs> you, know. You're just one behind in terms I, of degrees. I know.
1: I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to stay at least one behind. I can promise you that.
0: What was it like walking in the graduation?
1: Uh, it was, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I didn't know what to expect, um, because it had been like fifteen years or something since I even wore a cap and gown from high school, you know, or whatever it's been. Sure. But um I, I, I was they didn't do it in alphabetical order. You sat like you just kinda of went and sit down with your friends or however. So I sat with some of the athletes. So I got to actually got to meet uh, a couple of the other athletes, a couple of football players, basketball, a couple um softball girls and uh talked to them. So that was kinda of nice. You had a little bit of sports to talk about but um it was i I felt a little awkward because I know that i was you know they were in like middle school and in elementary school and I went in like my first uber Bowl, so Right. I felt, I felt pretty old but uh, I think it was pretty cool for them, and there were a lot of a lot of them had their phones out taking pictures but it was it was neat and then I got up there and uh, luckily the guy that was in front of me was a was a basketball player so he was like six nine so I kind of hid
0: behind him a little bit so okay. it was perfect. That's great. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, were there any Steeler fans? I guess that was my next question. Steeler fans coming up to you during graduation wanting to chat football with you?
1: No, uh, luck. Well, I don't know. luck. Yeah, you're in course, Ohio. So whatever it is. Yeah. But I, mean, I am in southern Ohio. Yes, Missouri, you are. North of Cincinnati. So, you know, I, I was waiting for more of the, the Hootay stuff for the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I actually it felt kind of cool because, you know, they ask you to please hold your applause till the end because they read everybody. And just kind of goes. And actually, after they said my name, I kind of got a nice little ovation so it felt I felt kind of neat
0: that's great and and you had your whole family there correct everyone was there
1: yeah pretty much my mom dad my grandma and my wife
0: that's awesome man yeah, I, I mean, because yeah, I'm I, incredibly
1: smart. To that, I feel like so much smarter. It's crazy.
0: Does, well, you do. I mean, you should. You, <laughs> sh- you should carry yourself differently in that respect. You know, and because you you have you have uh, a degree, and uh, that's the that's the ultimate. Nobody can ever take that away from you. You know, everyone always. Right. And I never understand that too. It's whoever tries to take anything like that away from anybody, I, like literally.
1: I don't know. I just wanted to make sure. I talked to my professor. I said, "Are you sure I'm gra- I'm doing it? Because I don't want to get up on stage and then say." Oh, it's like that what was that movie, Mister Three Thousand, with Bernie Mac, when he didn't quite have his 3,000 pit. <laughs> I didn't want to get up there and be like, "Oh, we forgot you're a half a credit short." I was, oh man,
0: right. So I think I'm official. Yeah, well, I think this, the movie for you is Back to School. You know, you're like yeah, the, you're you like go. the Thornton Mellon of this whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's you're right. doing the triple Lindy back on campus there in Oxford. Um, you know, I, we've known each other for a long time, Ben. When you, I remember when you first came on NFL Network and you came on before the combine uh right after the combine and before the draft how are you a different person than the than the the young man that was in the studio that day
1: Ooh, yeah that i mean that's it I'm, i was a I was a very young man uh and and now i feel like a very old man uh even though i'm only 30 now but so much has changed i mean it's just i was in the locker room today um after doing a couple things there and I was sitting there with Willie Colon, who I think is two years younger than me. I think we brought him in, something like that, two years younger. And I just looked around the locker room, and, and I just kind of told him, I said, "Man, I said this is getting it's getting crazy. I, I barely recognize half these guys, and I'm feeling old already, and I'm only just going my ninth year. So it's amazing how things change and how you uh, you know you grow up and you're helping these 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 younger guys out because they're coming in with you know big eyes and trying to figure out how all this stuff needs to slow down, and I, I remember where I was there. So I just try to help them out because uh, it wasn't, seems like just the other day I was there doing the exact same thing there.
0: Right. And how has marriage changed you?
1: Uh, well, it keeps me at home a lot more. I <laughs> can't go on my golf trips as much because she's working. She works more than, you know, crazy hours. So it, it keeps us from getting away too much, but it's, uh, it's great. You know, it's, uh, it's a humbling thing every day to, to have someone, uh, you know, your, uh, your best friend and have someone there to so much about. So it's, uh, it's a really neat thing.
0: Yeah. It changed me too. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's lots more to do. You know, and by, and by that, like stuff that uh, I, I, I wouldn't ordinarily do. You know what I mean? Like, I
1: 100 uh, percent agree. You
0: know what I mean? So there's, <laughs> that's there, there's a lot of compromise that comes in that whole situation. But it's
1: good. It's good. It's a good. It, I, I think that has has matured matured me, and I'm sure it does pretty much anybody's marry as much as anything. Because you have to compromise. It can't be a one sided thing. You have to have give and take, and you can't always get your way, even if you think you, quote-unquote, are the man of the relationship, you have to be able to
0: to give quite a bit. Now, you are a graduate, and uh, now back to the day job, and I Mm -hmm. imagine you are now uh, in the class of Professor Haley. Would that be a way to put it? (laughs) Yes.
1: That's what I was doing before I talked to you, and I'll probably go back to doing it, looking over... This uh, Rosetta Stone that sits in front of me called our new offense. <laughs> it's, it's Rosetta just, Stone. <laughs> it's just it's different. It's new. I'm sure I'll pick up on it, but it's because it is so different. It's something, uh, you know, almost everything is is completely different and new. So, um, change isn't always bad. It's just uh, sometimes takes a little while to get used to. So that's what I'm doing, trying to put the extra work in.
0: And this is the first time I've been speaking to you since this changeover happened, and I'm sure you read all the news reports as, as I was uh, reading them as well, that you weren't really into this change, that Bruce Arians was your guy. He's now in Indianapolis, and Haley is a guy, let's 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 put it this way, is somebody who um, has a reputation for needing to get used to, let's put it that way lightly, even though I've met him in person and it's it's something completely different. I, I would love to get your thoughts uh, on on all these reports that – you're you weren't too keen on these changes and 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 aren't.
1: Well, you know the thing about it is, and I've and I've only been a Pittsburgh shooter for nine years, and and all I know is the stories, and and I'm sure you know and people know that change isn't a big thing that it doesn't happen a lot in Pittsburgh. I mean, look at look how long, uh, Coach uh, Coach Noel, Coach Cowher, um, you know they just don't have a lot of changeover, and so anytime you lose um, a player, you lose a coach, you lose. I would I would probably be, uh, you know, it would be uncomfortable to even lose uh, an equipment guy, a training guy, because, you know what, in Pittsburgh it's family. Everybody's family from top to bottom, and that's how the Rooneys treat you, and that's how we treat each other. And so to lose a family member like that, of course it's going to hurt you. And, of course, uh, change is different. But I, I didn't want, you know, people made such a big deal about, uh, you know, us being so upset and hissy fits, and I, nothing like that happened. You, you hate to see anybody that's your family leave. Um, and so that was a tough part. And obviously the, the things about Coach Haley, and um, as you put it, and, and I've heard from a lot of other the players that have played for him and coaches and things like that, but you have to form your own opinion, and we're starting to do that and uh, starting to develop a relationship, and we'll see where it goes.
0: How much different of an offense is it going to be for those who are used to seeing what the Steelers have put out there since you've come aboard for the last right?
1: I, you know I, I don't know. I, I get – a little confused at times because I know that um, so much has been made about us, quote-unquote, throwing the ball too much or going back to Steeler football and running the ball more. But in these meetings I've had with Coach Haley, he's all about, you know, the no huddle and, and using our wide receiver weapons and throwing the ball and stuff like that. So I'm still confused. I'm not sure what's going to happen yet.
0: Right. And, and you, your philosophy when you're out of the pocket, Ben, can you walk us through it? Because it seems that you love extending the play and obviously – you're successful at it, but I was also there the night in Cleveland where you were extending the play and you got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd love to know what your philosophy is on it and how you are approaching it moving forward.
1: Well, I think people make a big deal about it, you know, about th- that injury and how bad it was. But you know, that's the first time I've really been been, been banged up really bad in, in eight years. So uh, you can't sit there and say every game something bad happens. It was just a, a – You know, a freak kind of thing that happened, and luckily I was able to come back in, but I don't think I was the same moving forward. But, uh, you know, when it comes to to getting out of the pocket and spending plays, I think when when you have guys on your team and guys around you, the receivers and tight ends and running backs that that understand football, that can quote unquote play backyard football, those are the guys that can do that the best because when you start scrambling around, uh, kind of all bets are off. You know, guys start doing their own thing, they start improvising, and I'm not the only one improvising out there. They do just as much. So, uh, to have guys like the Heinz Wars and the Heath Millers and now the Antonio Browns and the Amanda Sanders and the Mike Wallaces, those guys can make plays for you. And so when you're outside the pocket, you you create multiple options. You can run the ball. I'm not saying I'm the most fleet of the runner, but right. you can at least make things happen and create things for your guys downfield. and big plays happen a lot out of that.
0: It's incredible. I mean, uh, it, by the way, it took me about five years after leaving ESPN without trying to maybe slip up and maybe forget that, you know, it always just came out of my mouth. ESPN and SportsCenter for eight years. Right. It took me a while to just sort of not even be second nature. You just mentioned Hines Ward as one of your threats. I imagine that's something you're going to have to get used to. That he's yeah. not he's not there anymore. Yeah, like
1: that. it is. You know, it's just gonna be, it's it's going to be weird not seeing eighty six out there. You know, and, and and his smile and his his competitiveness and the fun naturedness and um, you know, him making plays for you. It. It's going to be that way, but you know, it was just probably, it was the same thing when, when we didn't have 36 out there, Jerome us. you know, you're so, you, and I know it was only a couple of years and he left, but, uh, you know, you lose guys and guys retire and guys move on. And, and that's the nature of this business, but uh, you know, there'll never be another 86 and, uh, you know, we're going to miss him.
0: And a couple more questions for you before I let you go into your, uh, towards your graduate degree um the the schedule you're you're at the broncos peyton manning opening night in his new digs in his new uniform in the Mm -hmm. spot where uh obviously your season came to a close last year and sending you to the campus or at least uh um educationally (laughs) back there um what are your thoughts on that opening game ben
1: well you knew they weren't going to have peyton manning's uh first game going to be against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Come on, we all knew that. <laughs> right. was going to, that, that was a no-brainer. So, you know what, It's um, enjoy playing at Denver. they got great fans. Uh, we have a lot of fans that, that show up there as well, and uh, it'll be fun to play against uh, Peyton getting back, and um, it's always fun to play against the best. And right. So uh, we'll see what happens. It'll be uh, an interesting game.
0: Then you'll see Tebow the next week when the Jets come in your home opener. You got that Oh,
1: yeah, there you go. i see you, you probably know more about my schedule than I do well I, I mean no I, and you
0: know and you, and you know more about Tibet than I do, so we're even <laughs> true we're there even we go <laughs> Hey Ben, uh, congratulations where are you going to put the diploma where do you have a spot for it?
1: I don't know yet. I, you know, one of the gifts that uh, I got the Athletic Director Brad Bates, who was super awesome in this and helping me, he got me a really nice little plaque thing that, you know, it's a, I guess it's a it's made for that. You put your diploma in it. I just got to figure out where I'm going to hang it. Nah. I don't know yet.
0: I got it. Hey, you got time. You got time to figure yeah. it out. A special place in between all your uh, trophies and whatnot. And- it's just a special and and uh, you got your first. You're gonna hold a first charity golf tournament, the first ever annual Ben Roethlisberger charity golf tournament. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, we're gonna give it. We're gonna give it a go. We figure we've been waiting long enough, and uh, we've been fortunate enough to have plenty of uh, supporters of my foundation without actually having to do a, a fundraiser. So we're gonna give it a shot this year and see if we can raise some money for for my foundation, which. You know, benefits obviously all the police dogs and rescue stuff we do, but also the Make a Wish Foundation. So we'll, uh, we're excited about it.
0: And where people, where can people contribute? Where can they find out more? Is there a website they can go to, Ben?
1: Um, yeah, there there is. You can actually you can actually find out some information um, on, on my website, ben 7com com, and we'll uh, we'll get information out to anybody that wants to uh, check it out.
0: Love it, Ben. Hey, thanks for spending the time on the phone. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. Soak it in, and we'll see you down the road.
1: Rich, good talking to you as always.
0: Same, same. That's Ben Roethlisberger, the graduate, the man who's got a degree that no one's ever going to take away from. And if you want to hang out with the Dalai Lama, he's the man to hook you up, joining us here on the podcast. He is not only one of the best at what he does on the field, he is in many ways unparalleled with what he does off the field. He's one of the best people in the National Football League, let alone a six-time Pro Bowler with five straight 1,000-yard seasons. Thrilled to have on the Rich Eisen podcast via Cardinals cam, none other than Larry Fitzgerald. How are you, Larry? I'm doing fantastic, Rich. I appreciate you having me on. You know, I appreciate you coming. It looks like you came uh, for those uh, listening in right now. Uh, Larry has just shown up. You, you are flat out. You just straight from the workout,
4: right now. Yep, just got just got done working on with Coach Lot. We did our uh, with our speed and conditioning this morning. Just got done lifting weights also, and then uh, in a few minutes we're gonna go out in the field with the team, and uh, we're gonna go over some offense and run some routes. So. Um, this is a, it's a great time, you know, during the season, you know, to get get to build some team camaraderie with the guys. Is Coach Lot as crazy
0: with you as he is with everyone at the combine? Is that the guy that you see that we see at the combine?
4: Larry? He's crazier. He's crazier with me, but that's what we all love about him is that every single day he's pushing to motivate us to get better and improve. And you know, he never lets anybody, no matter if you're a 10-time Pro Bowler or undrafted free agent, he's going to push you to. To, to be the best player you can, and, and, and that's, that's great to have a guy that's around like that.
0: Does he have a nickname for you? Because I know, like, say if a kid from Kansas comes up uh, under his bar at the weight and reps room with the common, he'll, nickname, he'll start calling him Toto. I mean, does, <laughs> does, does he have a nickname for you?
4: Yeah, he always just called me Fitzy. Okay, like, all right. You know, he called me Fitzy, but you know, hopefully, I don't I don't get any other nicknames. Usually, most of the nicknames he gives guys are not flattering. So <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool with Fitzy. <laughs> well,
0: I think you might be above that fray, uh, Fitzy. You might be above the fray. the uh, The Cardinals last year finished eight and eight, but that's not telling the whole story, because you won seven of your last nine games. Seven of the eight wins that you got were in the last nine games. How does this team feel entering 2012? Is there is there a momentum that you feel from last year?
4: Yeah, I feel as though the, the way we play, especially defensively, our defense really, really did a good job, Ray Horton and his staff. Down the latter part of the season, I mean, did a fantastic job. You know, offensively, you now we were we were just okay. Uh, we, we weren't getting the job done consistently like we wish we would have been able to. We need guys to really step up and play consistently for us, year in and year out, um, week to week. And um, and our defense broke us out a lot last year, but we were able to make some big plays down the stretch. John Skelton came in and did a really good job for us. And closing out the games, you know, we went 4-0 in overtime last year, something else that um, was pretty good. We were, we were good down the stretch, you know. And that's another testament to John Lott and his strength conditioning program is that even in the fourth quarter, you know, guys are able to push through. And if we've got to go to overtime, so be it, and we'll be able to make it happen.
0: Yeah, and if you're in overtime, I guess just let Patrick Peterson return it. That's all you have to do.
4: Yeah, I mean, we always tease, Pat. I mean, uh, you know, he is so, so talented. And the thing that you really love about Patrick is that, uh, you know, when you meet him for the first time, you're around him for a little bit. And, I mean, he acts like he's a seasoned veteran. So nothing's ever too big for him. The moment's never uh, out of out of the ordinary for him. I mean, he steps out there and makes plays. I mean, he, he single-handedly won us four games last year. And, um, you know, we're just happy to have him. He's, and his best days are still to come at corner.
0: Yeah, I mean, is anybody trying to cut him down to size? Or has he already received sort of, I guess, the Fitzy treatment where he's he might be above that fray already on that team. You know,
4: Pat never came in with that kind of that attitude. I mean, he's he's a very humble guy. Um, he's confident, but he's humble. Um, he's just regular one of the guys, and he wants to get better. He's learning every day. He works extremely hard. He was just in there in, in, the, in the in the weight room. He did 405 for eight on the squat. And I mean, there's not many corners you see squatting 405 parallel, and um, that's just the kind of – work ethic, and the desire he has to become the best. Let me
0: let me just hear that again. He was he he was just squatting 405 pounds,
4: at cornerback. 405 pounds parallel. So I, I was spotting him. So, I mean, I, he, wow. he's a terrific, terrific athlete. And, uh, you know, like I said, his best days are still to come. He's only 21 years old. That would put me in traction, Larry. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't even know if I could do half a rep at the 405
0: parallel squatting now I don't even know if
4: I could we, do that. We wouldn't even let you try it, Rich. We wouldn't even let you try it. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that. I mean, I need you and a lot of spotters. I'd need a lot of promo <laughs> spotters to get me through that. So uh, I don't want to put you in a, a tough spot, but I do have to ask you the, the flat out question: Who
4: is your quarterback, Larry? Uh, we got three on the roster, four on the roster now. So one of those three guys will be starting for us this year. Who that is, I don't know, Rich. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's Coach Wisenhunt's decision. I just know that whoever's out there playing, I, I hope I'm out there catching passes from them and uh, you know making plays for the team. Now
0: I know you're you're out there and you're going to catch the passes from whoever you want. Uh, would you prefer to have – I'm not going to ask you who you prefer. Obviously, that, that's that's a ridiculous question. But would you prefer to have the answer now? Or, or or are you fine with the competition, even in training camp, and finding out week two, week three of the preseason who your guy is? Or do you want to know right now?
4: You know, I really don't have a preference. I just – I just week one, we open up against the Seattle Seahawks um, down here in Arizona. I just want us to be – have a solidified starter, ready to go. We're all going to be behind that person, whoever that is. You know, we're gonna have our undivided attention and support, and uh, you know, whatever whoever comes out with the competition, whoever wins it, uh, we're gonna support them. But you know, as a teammate, especially the wide receiver, it's really tough to be able to say I like this guy or I don't like this guy because um, you know, like I said, I, over my eight-year career, I played with probably 16, 17 different quarterbacks, and uh, you know, you never want to get into that kind of you know picking and choosing because you never know who's gonna be throwing you the ball. How many quarterbacks? <laughs> Was that an exaggeration or is that an no, exact number? No, I mean, I, I can go over I can go over for you if you want to, but it's been no, a lot yeah, of... Please, of... let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Let's see, let's see, okay, let's see
4: who so, do you got. I've had Sean King. Mm-hmm. I've had Josh McCown. I've had John, John Navarre, Kurt Warner, uh, uh, Tim Rattay. I've had Rich Bartell, John Skelton, uh, Kevin Cobb, the... Uh, you probably you you probably are missing a couple. You're right, Matt 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 Liner. That's right. Um, Man, you're double digits. That's crazy. Uh, I, I, I I know I know there's more. And, I, and, I, and if there's any guys watching out there, I forgot. I'm sorry. But know I, I know I know I know there's some more. I was I was calling them up uh, the other day. One day at meetings, just you know, it, it was it's been a lot, but. You know, so you never know. Right. You do never know. Michael Floyd drafted in the first
0: round, 13th overall. When he was drafted uh, on our coverage, Michael Irvin uh, busted out the XO tape of Michael Floyd and put it right next to Anquan Bolden's and said, that's who he reminds me of. Would you agree with that assessment, Larry?
4: Well, I don't know if I would go out so far as remind reminding, um, you know, to compare him to Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden's po- probably... Probably, not probably. He's the toughest football player I've, I've ever been around. I ever played with. Never seen a man come back from from breaking both his uh, breaking his face, having surgery, getting 60 staples put in his face, and come back in three weeks and uh, and score two touchdowns and catch test nine passes in the, in that first game. I've never seen anything like that. So you know, before I start comparing him to you know one of the best football players I ever played, you know, I got to see him in minicamp first. You know, um, but what he's done in high what he's done in high school, what he's done in college, he's played at the highest level. All the time. Um, he, he's a terrific competitor. He goes up and gets the ball at his highest point. I think he's going to be a terrific red zone threat for us. And, um, and, and, he's, and he's really going to come out and, and make the other guys around him better. I think it's going to really raise the bar for early. And, and Andre Roberts and, and some of the other guys we have on our roster. And so competition is always great. It's going to make me a better football player as well.
0: Well, uh, how, how much communication have you had with Michael
4: already? Uh, uh, we, talk, we talk daily. We talk daily. Uh, what know, are you talking to get about? Them, Uh, X's and O's, just trying to get him up to speed with the playbook. And, uh, you know, I just want him to come in here uh, next weekend. They have their first rookie mini camp. I want him to be able to know exactly what he's doing. Because everybody knows that has played football. The more you understand the offense, the faster you can play. You don't have to worry about your assignments and alignment. You can go out there and just play fast and make plays and do what they brought you in to do, and just make plays. And so I'm trying to help him with that, understanding routes, how they change and adjust based on the coverages. And he's picking up things really good. So I'm excited about that. What do you consider your role on this team being, Larry? Um, I consider myself one of the leaders. You know, I'm not a big rah-rah guy. Uh, you know, we don't have too many of those guys on our team, but you know, we got guys like Adrian Wilson and Darnell Dockett's, um, Patrick Peterson's that, that step up and they just lead by example every day, um, work hard They bring their lunch pail to work. And, and that's the kind of examples that, that, uh, the guys like myself and those guys try to set on a daily basis.
0: You don't strike me as a diva, Larry. I thought all wide receivers are supposed to be divas. I thought everybody, all, all you guys are supposed to demand the ball and be full of drama. Is that, uh, is that a misnomer?
4: That's definitely a misnomer. I mean, not only myself, but you look around the league and you see the guys that are carrying the torch right now, your Calvin Johnsons, your Andre Johnsons, um, your Wells Walkers. The um, Greg Jennings, um, the Roddy Whites, guys like that. I mean, you don't hear much about these guys. Um, you don't see much boastful activity from them. They just go about handling their business. They, they enjoy um, going on and winning and winning with their teammates, you know, because I think they all understand, like myself, that there's 11 guys on offense. takes offensive linemen to, to block their guys. takes the quarterback to execute the throw, and then you make the catch. Uh, and so you're just doing your job. And, and I, I think that's kind of how all those guys look at it. Um, you know, we don't put ourselves above the team. Do you demand the football though? I mean, you must demand the football on occasion though, right? I mean, you get into a huddle and demand <laughs> no, it I at never, one point. No, no, I never demand it. I, I sometimes recommend, you know, <laughs> that, that that I'm open or give me a chance, you know, things like that. But I never say throw uh-huh. me the football or okay. It, so you, I need that. You stress? I, su- I, su- I suggest. Okay yeah I suggest lightly suggest or <laughs> lightly suggest yes. okay't yes, yes, know maybe strenuously suggest i like the euphemisms you're using right here Larry this is no good. no. I, I, never, I never try to show up my coaches or my teammates you know it's, there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh a lot of egos you know all over the place so you, you just don't ever want to step on anybody's toes you know you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you what do you make of the bounty situation?
0: Larry, obviously you're an offensive player. Your quarterback was uh, targeted, uh, according to the league, in the playoff game you played against the Saints. I'd love to know your thoughts as an offensive player hearing all this news that's come out.
4: I think it's unfortunate, you know, for that kind of news to come out, that, uh, you know, people that, uh, you know, authority figures in the league, um, you know, implemented such a thing. Um, You know, it's unfortunate, And, and I feel sorry, um, you know, that, that the league has had to deal with this and, and the players that have gotten hurt and been injured over the years, um, I, I think is unfortunate. But, you know, I, I've known Jonathan Vilma for a very long time. You know, I came out, Will Smith actually hosted me on my visit to Ohio State uh, in college. Um, so I mean, I've known these guys a really long time. and they're, they're not they're not bad men by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, so I feel I feel bad that they, they, they're they losing game checks and, and losing opportunity to, to, to make a living. But... Um, I think Roger Dale had our commissioner, had to do something uh, to let everybody know that this is not going to be tolerated and, and moving forward, that this is, this is not something that's going to be acceptable.
0: So, Larry, what's your, what's the rest of your spring like? I know I follow you on Twitter, at Larry Fitzgerald. Everybody should do the same thing, too. You have well over seven figures of followers now on Twitter. And I, I see some of these pictures you're tweeting. That you, you tweet out a photograph of you at the Leaning Tower of Pisa, um, showing off your great hands, holding up that uh, – that tower in, in Italy, you travel a lot. Can you give us an idea of what you've been up to and what you're going to do?
4: Yeah, On January, I went down to South America for two weeks. I went down to uh, Chile and, and Brazil and Peru and uh, Ecuador, and then I came back and went to Australia. Went to the Great Barrier Reef for a little bit. Um, actually, me and Anquan went over to Africa um, to do some, some goodwill work there in Ethiopia, building build some dams. Came back home, and then uh, I went. I went to Tanzania on a safari, and uh, did some work with Starkey Hearing Foundation. and uh, And I'm going now next week on thir- or this week Thursday. I'm going to Malaysia um, to to work with Starkey Hearing Foundation again for a week. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to go over there with them. Bill Austin does some great work uh, providing hearing aids for people that can't hear around the world and something I'm really passionate about. So, uh, you know, God has blessed us immensely and I think it's our responsibility to give back.
0: Yeah, wh- why do you do it? I mean, why uh, you, uh, again, you're, you're wearing the sweat about what you do uh, as a professional. You're, you say you're a team leader and you're constantly on the phone with your guys and you find enough time to go trotting. Uh, for instance, as you mentioned, with the Starkey Hearing Foundation, which is out of Minnesota, uh, to go to Tanzania and hand out hearing aids to people who, who desperately need them, why do you do it?
4: Well, I think you know when I, when I was when I was growing up, you know, my mother uh, was very active in, in the community. So, at six or seven years old, I, I saw, and that was that was our responsibility, my brother and I, to, to do that. So, as I've gotten older, um, I, I really feel. I mean, it's one thing to be able to just give money, uh, but it's another thing to give your time, and I think. Um, when you give your time, you really are able to immerse yourself in, in what's going on. And, and it kind of just brings puts things in perspective for me. You know, and I go over there and, and people you see people sleeping on the street. They're eating out of the garbage. You know, it's just things that you would never think about, you know, living in America, how good everything is. You know, you just imagine any place in America, you can turn on the tap water and you can drink the, out of the faucet and there's places in the world that don't even have running water um, and let alone be able to drink it. So um, I think it it puts things in perspective and it, and it definitely keeps my feet on the ground um, and not, not allow me to, to, to get out of perspective because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just catching the football. I'm not, I'm not changing the world, but um, by one person's efforts, you know, you can, you can help change the world by doing good things. How long of a flight is it to Tanzania from Arizona? Um, It's probably about, 15 hours. Wow. But I'm good on the plane. I can sleep. I sleep like a baby on a plane. I, get you can, my best I cannot
0: rest. sleep on planes. I just cannot. I, it's awful. The plane, is,
4: the plane is the best. Nobody can reach you. Your cell phone's off. I mean, it's, it's really a, a time where you can just relax, catch up on your reading, you know, just do a little study in this. I, I think it's a great time. I love planes. You you, you
0: left out uh, from reading and studying, uh, downloading this podcast and its library <laughs> on richeisen.nfl.com. Larry, you Larry. You left out that important. Item. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry, okay. Rich. That's okay. I think this might be your first time on the podcast. And, you, and 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 good things happen to those people who appear on this, Larry. So you've got that you know, coming. That's your sad.
4: Life. That's I, sad to say. And, and you consider me a, I, and I considered you a friend. This is the first time I've actually been on. I know. I know. A, I, know you I, I, rank.
0: I know. No, no, no. That's not true. You're just a busy man. You're globetrotting. You've got other <laughs> more important items. I'm glad that we finally did get it done. But uh, and uh, and safe travels on everything that you got going on. We do look forward to we, we see you on Thursday night football. You're in St. Louis uh, for Cardinals St. Louis. You're going to be on NFL Network this fall. I look forward to seeing you then, if not before, Larry.
4: And that would be an honor. And I appreciate you having me on. And I bless you and your family. Yeah, same to you. Same
0: to you. That's you. none other than Larry Fitzgerald joining the Rich Eisen podcast shortly before he takes off for Tanzania. Everybody. Good chats. Good chats. That was good
3: stuff, Ryan Fitzgerald, hey Ben
0: Roethlisberger, guys. That was fun. That was fun. Um,
3: that was, that was amazing the number of quarterbacks that Fitzgerald popped off. I know. Off. Oh, he, goodness. He
0: sounded, I, I didn't want to say it on the TV version. Uh, he sounded a lot like Antonio Cromartie from Hard Knocks.
2: <laughs> He's like trying to name everybody. He couldn't name them, he could, he for, he could he name them all. He, forgot a few.
0: he knows their names, he knows they all exist, <laughs> right? He just can't put his finger on all their names when, when pressed he on he the spot. I mean, about it was the Matt same Leinart. thing. It's, oh, of, it's yeah he's blocked out the liner. Yeah.
3: What was the what was the most you ever put up on the squat, Rich? Peterson's putting up 405.
0: Uh, can you say that on a podcast? Put up on the squat. <laughs> put up on, what was the most you? I mean, I, I I are you asking me if I've ever dropped a squat?
3: <laughs> wow. Oh wow. my gosh. Wow. We just went there. I
0: did. <laughs> that was fun. That was good. Um, so again, we're me and you in Dallas. You arrive Friday, right, Law? I'm getting I, in Thursday actually. Okay, good, good for you. I yeah. come Friday. And then uh, that'll be a fun night. It'll yeah. be a fun night at Emmett Smith's charity golf tournament. Are you guys playing in the tournament? No, I gotta. Call, I gotta go home, man. I got a three and a half year old and a fifteen month old on a Saturday. Wait till you have two kids on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm, and I'm, for I'm, I'm seriously, to shoot. I gotta fly home. I'm leaving my wife uh, uh, on the one on two defense on a Saturday morning. One man There's own. no, you can't send one to school. Oh boy. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got
3: the Saturday morning cartoons though.
0: But you can't turn the kid to mush, dude. It's true. I mean, you got these can and they and if you here's the thing. Again, I'm I'm gonna because you're 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 about to rescue a dog, which is practice, right? Yes, you're rescuing, yes. correct, Chris Law? Yes. yes you are. are look gonna, me in the, in the eye. I'm, we are going to. rescue. You did uh, not look me in the I'm eye. Not, you did. I'm, you did, you sort I'm of not did. not them up? Don't give me the uh, Clemens li- lip lick. I misremember. I know. Rich, I know. facial tics. You're misremembering. I remember what I told you earlier. You are. Rescuing, Correct, yes, Chris absolutely. Long? I'm
3: not going go to go to Why don't you look
0: me in the eye and say it?
3: I'm not going to go to a mall and buy a puppy or going to a don't breeder. Don't go anywhere
0: and buy a puppy. Don't no, even go to a nope. breeder. You we'll are go. rescuing. There are many dogs out there that require life-saving maneuvers from folks like you who are looking for a loving animal to give a yes. loving home to.
3: Yep. No, okay. but I am getting a puppy. I'm not...
0: Uh, listen, you play. never know. You uh, you go into the plan and then you see a dog look at you. And if he's two or she's three or whatever, it's it's, it's, it could be a wrap. Don't worry about Fair that. Enough. Okay. Don't go in with any preconceived notes. Let's notices. be
2: honest. It's probably not even your
0: decision on what kind of dog you're getting, right? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> okay. So you are rescuing, just again, which is practice, great practice. When you have a child and you put the child on an iPad or a game or a show, it is a great, it's a hell of a babysitter. Okay. It's a great hour, maybe hour and a half, half hour respite but there's a certain lack of the whole there's a reason why the nfl wants to play 60 get they want outdoors if you sit them down that just revs them up even more just winds them tighter when they're done they're even more restless than if he didn't put them on beauty and the beast or angry birds or whatever the hell you're doing i'm telling you just a little piece of advice to file away
3: I, 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 I'm, I'm there. I'm there with you. Okay. You, you don't like plug in the iPad while you go out to eat with your kids? Are you one of those parents? Uh, we, uh,
0: we don't want to be. We don't plan to be. I, I, I mean, I never, I never, I never, you know, we never frown on what other people do because other people have other issues to get through the night. Yeah, yeah. We will not, if we have our druthers and we do, they will not be iPhone, iPad at the dinner table out and about ever. I agree. Ever. It's, ever. Agree. it's noble. I agree. But I am not but the, but there are many people who probably download this podcast and go, well, yeah, you know, you you have my life for 2 seconds and right. have that. Okay? So there's different people, different strokes, different folks.
2: You never know what other people are doing.
0: Right. Uh okay, very well. Um that was good. Fun. Fun stuff, yeah? Yeah, we have one more this week too, right?
3: Yeah, uh, director uh, Peter Berg of Battleship is coming in. And,
0: uh, Friday, Night Lights, Friday Night Lights movie director Aspen of Friday Extreme. Night Lights. Correct. Can't wait for that. Oh, Aspen Extreme. Last Seduction is my favorite Peter Berg actor film.
3: Uh, you, you know what his first... Linda
0: Fiorentino. Oh my goodness. Was she hot in that movie I haven't back seen in the it. day? Oh my God. Have you oh, seen very bad,
3: very bad Things though?
0: Yeah. That was that his was... first director. Uh, that was his directorial debut. Yeah, John that... Favreau, Christian Slater, Great Jeremy Piven. comedy. Um, Good times. That's later on this week, so download that. Our TV show is, again, one thirty p.m. at the crack prime time. One thirty. That, is that where they shoehorned us in time. this time? Okay.
3: So cut out of your Price is Right programming on the West Coast. Oh, and, uh, even,
2: what's on in, in that 1 o'clock hour during
3: the uh,
0: uh, Rich Eisen podcast.
2: That's what they're, show, trying we're they're, they're trying to we're, we're,
0: do. We're, we're, we're building a fan base. We're building the audience. One, one by one, literally one by one. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. Later on this week. Um, is Peter Berg? You can get the entire uh, library of this show, richisen.nfl.com, which is where you can also get the step in Rich's shoes information. I'm still giving away. Uh, we're keeping the promotion open. Uh, a spot on this podcast to any fan that uh, that follows the directions on the on the website. Good job, guys. Oh wait, what's the international shout out of the week? I can't. I can't. I can't have your fan base let down. You know, Rich, we're going to do one shout out this week. Tune in on Thursday
2: for oh. our post-Peter Berg talk. You're
0: passing? passing I'm giving you the opportunity? Why? The because international you shout out you is, ex- put-
2: is exclusive. I don't want to overuse it. Less is more. Less is more.
0: <laughs> There's only a finite number of territories that's in this right. world. and, and You're you know, going to run out.
2: That's true. See, if this show keeps going on and oh, on, okay. we're going to run out of countries. But you can always check out my musings at Chris underscore oh, on Twitter. Oh,
0: Jesus. I learned from the best. Right? At Topher, yeah. If not, if not me, who? And if not now, <laughs> no when? Man. Exactly. At yeah. at Topher Law, T-O-P-H-E-R-L-A-W. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks very much, guys. That's it for the Rich Eisen Church. Podcast. I want to thank Larry Fitzgerald. I want to thank Ben Roethlisberger. I want to thank uh, Sarah Yount for making us sound great, too. Uh, Peter Berg, later on in the week, television show at one thirty p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. Please clear your schedules your busy schedules. <laughs> That'll wrap it up. Stay listening. Stay